What's up, guys? This is the legit boss, Sasha Banks, and you are listening to WNS. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right, what's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Apair. And we welcome you to episode 453 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes or Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and what was the other one? I don't know. I can't think of it. Whatever. Yeah. Just search Google? Rest- huh? Google. Google it. Google Just me. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear. Also, follow also. me on Instagram. Oh, yeah. At A Bear underscore, underscore mode. A Bear underscore mode. Mm-hmm. For all of your A Bear needs, mm-hmm. hit them up on Instagram. Hit me up, please. Slide up into those DMs. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> Hopefully a I'm married and please don't send me stuff like this again. Ew. So uh, so welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about money in the bank. We're going to talk about Raw, AEW, NXT. Plenty of hot topics to go around as well. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Hanging in there? Hanging in there. As the viral sensation around the world the pandemic continues we're, we are uh, still uh, we're still in it still hanging in there though yeah i thought um i don't know if you heard that the cases more cases mm-hmm. have popped up since they've opened up more things more testing yeah yeah well that's that's to be expected you know you have more testing available and you get more results so the, the numbers obviously will go up for stuff like that um so we'll have to see. We'll, I, we'll, what we need to do is, since uh, since Texas air quote reopened last Friday, um, we're gonna find out in two weeks' time if uh, if it got worse or not. Cause, so because it takes about two weeks to start showing symptoms. Basically, they just want businesses open. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. So, and I've been a couple of places, but I do have my mask with me. Um, I actually got a new mask. My wife purchased one for me, and it's pretty sweet. Is it a Disney one? No, it's not Disney. It's a Houston Astros, but I did like it. You didn't get the XFL one? Was not available. <laughs> Believe it or not, they uh, they really haven't updated their... Uh, um, probably have to go to Etsy for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do something like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how much uh, how much merchandise is left over on the uh, the XFL um website but. you got that pin that's awesome that you got the xfl pin yeah that's a that's <laughs> a it's, it's gone that's a hot commodity now yeah you can't find those anymore except maybe ebay but yeah you, know, wants to, you got wants to you got a hat and a shirt right i got a hat a shirt and a pen yeah so you know it's it it is what it is. XFL no longer around. There's wow, they still have stuff at normal price on their on their website. XFL? Yeah. Really? Like if you want t shirts, like like nothing is on clearance or anything. Well you might because it's pro- 
probably like, fuck it. You know what? I'm losing so much money. They can buy it at a regular price. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, there's a crew, a long sleeve crew shirt. Originally fifty four ninety nine on sale for forty six seventy five. So the deals are happening. Just not. That's pretty much it. That's the. Only <laughs> I wonder one how much they're sale. selling. Uh, I don't know. Probably not a whole lot right now. But uh, but I'll tell you something. Uh, I did get. Actually, it came today. Yes. Uh, a really cool thing. Now I know in the past we've talked bad about the uh, the Fighterman. Uh, company because we had a, a rough experience at their uh, at their autograph show just because it was there was a lot of people in a very small venue yeah and it seemed like they were overwhelmed mm-hmm. so for uh, sure for sure man but i mean they still do some pretty cool stuff and uh they have been doing these mystery boxes they've been selling these mystery boxes on on their facebook page where it's like you go there you pay you pay your money and then they Put your name on a list. They shuffle the names on the list, and whatever number you land on, that's what box you get. And so then they open them one through twenty-five or whatever. And uh, each each box has something that's that's pretty cool. But uh, like three of them have like what they're called the the hit of the day. Uh, yeah. And they'll have like you know a autographed football helmet, autographed basketball jersey, or you know something something big that uh, you know kind of makes it worthwhile. Well, the one that did me in was a autographed, uh, I think it was 11 by 14, signed by The Undertaker. And I was like, oh, man, that'd be sweet to get. And I got it. I'm like, hell yeah. So what do you do? What like, do you okay, so you want to, there's a, a, a prize that you, how, how did you enter? How did you put your name in the hat and did all that I stuff? I went to their website and ordered one, ordered the box, basically. And that's what got my name on the list. So my name was on the list once they sold because they did it in in excess of twenty five boxes. So once they sold their twenty fifth box, they took all twenty five of those names, shuffled them up three times, and then whatever number you land on. That's I wonder what, how many people wanted the one or put in for the one you. Probably a couple, probably not everybody, because I had, I had watched a few of them that they had done, and um, there were a few people who got wrestling merchandise they're like hey man i'll trade you you know my <laughs> you're like no i'll trade you my wrestling stuff for something else um so you gotta put your foot down like guys i'm not trading this picture well, yeah. at all that's pretty much what happened because like my my number was like 22 out of 25 and so like once you're getting in the the 19s 20s you're kind of like oh i might have a shot at this thing and so, sure enough, my number came up, and they opened it up. Hey, hit of the day, autographed picture of the Undertaker. Did you jump up in the air and scream. I did not, but I was like, "Hell yeah!" I was I was pretty excited, and um, you know, I commented, "Sorry, everybody, I'm not not trading. That's the one I wanted." Did so, some people like, "Oh, like I'm sure I, there were a couple that were like, "Oh man, I wanted the Undertaker." Like, Fuck off! I want it. <laughs> um. So, how long did it take for it to get here? Um, a week. Four days. Four days. Yeah. Because it happened, what, like Friday? Something like that. And I got it today. What so. if you had an Undertaker picture, but it, it was signed Mark? That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> signed Mark? Um, so, yeah, if y'all are interested uh, to seeing it, um, if you want, maybe you can put a picture on the podcast yeah. after this so people can see what it looks like. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, and uh, what's what's cool is I was telling my dad about it, and he was like, "Oh, you know, that's that's really cool, and that's neat that they're doing that." And uh, I was like, "Yeah, they're they're 
doing one soon. It's like their uh, mega hit boxes where everything is going to be something big, but it was like two hundred and fifty dollars instead of. And the one that I got for the Undertaker was ninety nine plus like ten dollars. What would be in the two fifty one then? Like, uh, like tons of autographed stuff. Multiple. Well, there are some multiples. There are some where it's like an autographed football helmet that's worth like five hundred dollars. You know, so they have like big stuff. Um, I know you're not the biggest sports historian or sports fan, but I think even you would appreciate this. Um, one of them is an autographed uh, Kobe Bryant basketball mm-hmm. that's going to be in the mega hit. Hell yeah. One's going to be uh, a Michael Jordan rookie card. <clears throat> yeah. That's a holy grail right there. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's the 250? Yes. Oh my god! But, I, but the I, thing oh is, is that there's there's only four big hits, and those are you know those are some of them that even got me. Yeah, but they're doing a hundred on this one, oh so it's like two fifty to get in. So you're gonna get something big, but it's also a chance of getting a Michael Jordan rookie card or an autographed picture of Michael Jordan. I wouldn't. I'm. Not, I don't want to autograph. Well, autograph picture of Michael Jordan is big, yeah. but the fucking rookie card. Yeah, that is humongous. Yeah, even so, me in my uh, head, I'm like, oh my god, I, I would like. I would like that. So I told my dad about that, and he was like, "Well, you know, your birthday's coming up. If you want one, let me know." Dude, so, that's awesome. So once they revealed like what the big hits were, I was like, "Yeah, I think I'll do that." If you fucking get that rookie card, that would be amazing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that that, would be that is, if not one of the greatest things that you you would have, or mm. the greatest that that would be amazing to have. Yeah, because the chance of getting it would be one in a hundred, though. It, but be, but if you were the one in a hundred, that's a needle and haystack. That's amazing. If if that was to I happen. was I was one in twenty five to to get the undertaker that's still good i yeah. mean that's still good at a four percent chance now it's down to one percent because okay you're thinking big okay i'm not the biggest like you said sports fan but yeah. like uh i know you can appreciate yeah i know biggest you know uh sports people like mm-hmm. you have baseball babe ruth someone from the past like uh let's see uh basketball i mean, I mean you can say multiple people for baseball basketball so forth and so on but like there is a top two or top mm-hmm. five for each sport, you know. I would say for baseball, Babe Ruth's one of them. But for basketball, in my opinion, well, <laughs> a lot of people probably disagree. It's like you know, we got Kobe Bryant, you got you got uh, LeBron, you got uh, Michael jo- Michael Jordan is number one. Yeah, you know, and that's it's hard to dispute that. It is very hard. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so so the four big hits for this one of which I am now entered to to get. They're going to do the unboxing on Monday. Um, so it was the Michael Jordan rookie card, an autographed basketball from Kobe Bryant. That's pretty good. A framed, a dual-pictured frame uh, with uh, Muhammad Ali's signature. See, that's another one that's big in, in and then, boxing, uh, Muhammad Ali. And then they're going to do uh, a framed picture signed by Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, that's still pretty good. Yeah. So, Like I said, the one I want most, I, I would probably, the card. People are going to be fighting over that, that card. card. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is like, you know, for the people who get one of these boxes, if you get something that you don't like and someone gets something they don't like, you can reach out to them and be like, hey, yeah. you want to trade? And they're like, yeah, sure. Or they can say no. Um, I would say this 
because I'm it's it's not a Michael Jordan card, but I still take pride that I have a, a rookie card of this uh, person. I have Shaq's rookie card. Really? Yes. Nice. Or one of Shaq's rookie cards. Very cool. It's not Michael Jordan, but it's still that's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Hard to find. Yeah. Because not too many. I don't know too many people that collect cards anymore. So I have a fuck ton of cards. I have some somewhere. I have a bunch of like Greg Maddox baseball cards and and all that. I'm sure they'd be worth a couple there's, a couple bucks now. There's a Grail card for me. It's I mean Michael Jordan's one of them, but there's one I want because I used to love basketball in the '90s. Um, my team was Orlando Magic, and the guy I have tons of his cards, but I don't have his rookie card. Uh, Penny Hardaway, hmm. Anthony. Um, yeah. I always loved him, man, and I do not have his rookie card. Very nice. That would be um, something my collection I would take pride in. So since we're talking about Holy Grails, what uh, in your collection of everything that you have, what is your what what are your one and two items that you would say is your your Holy Grail, or even three top three? <coughs> Holy Grail. Well, number one, you know, I have. It's something that you can't find anywhere. No. Because it's... It's one thing to to get a misprinted item. <laughs> it's another to have it misprinted twice. Yes. But to have it three <laughs> times? Give me three steps. Okay, so I have... Uh, it's a TNA wrestling action figure. Or, uh, it's by Marvel. It's by Marvel made the toys. Uh, Marvel line. Um, so the toy itself is Samoa Joe. The banner in front of it is Raven. That's okay. So you have it where you, you look through it, mm-hmm. and at the bottom, that's where's Raven. So if you yeah. turn it to the back, it's Ron the Truth Killings. <laughs> like what? Um, Nailed it. Lately, well, I'll get to the. I'll think of it in a little bit. But lately, I've been thinking, money wise, I'm like. I can't reach out to, um, I guess there is a way, but uh, to, uh, well, whatever their name is, Matt Cardonia, Zach Ryder, and mm-hmm. Kurt Hawkins is uh, Brian Myers, their podcast, yeah. because they're collecting figures all the time. And I try to uh, look at their Facebook page, but their Facebook group is only for Patreon people only, mm-hmm. and I'm, don't, I'm not part of their Patreon group. Yeah. But... I would like for them to know that this is this thing is out something there. that exists because and it's autographed and it's autographed by Samoa Joe. I don't know if he would remember it because when I when I showed him it, Samoa Joe was taken back by it because this yeah. is before he was in WWE, and he he was like, "What the hell?" Basically, <laughs> I don't have a a picture of him. Like I have a picture, like I have a picture with him mm-hmm. and the the figures at my side. Yeah, but you can't really tell it. That's that figure. Yeah. Because he signed it, and I was holding the figure to my side. Yeah. Um, if I would have thought about it, I should have just held it in front so I would have the picture in him so that people would know the thing. I don't know. Maybe in the back of his head, Samoa Joe kind of remembers that there's a figure out there. Maybe. That's manufactured wrong. But, uh, yeah, because he, he signed it Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. He put a like, question mark at the end. <laughs> so, um, man. Grail stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. That's... That's that's one of them for sure, but I got like so many things that I like. Yeah. But um I could throw out something that's um probably worth a few hundred. 
yeah. that I have. I, I bought it for like I think like a hundred and twenty at the time. But uh, Marvel, um, oh, I forgot what they're called. Marvel Legends. Hmm. Um, they keep on coming out with tons of Marvel Legends. But I have two or three from the first series, and the case or the thing itself is like hard plastic. It's not like a plastic cardboard. Like they have the plastic cardboard, but it's in like some thick plastic. Like you yeah. get scissors to cut yeah. it. Um, it's a variation of Iron Man. It's the blue stealth one, hmm. and uh, but it's from series one. They're on like right now. Marvel Legends is like they're in the twenties or thirties or something like that, or probably past it. Yeah. Um, but this is from series one. I think that was pretty cool. I mean, I have, I have so many, like, cool figures. Um, I don't know about Holy Grail. I don't know. I got so many cool things. I just don't know. But I have something that is manufactured wrong, too. But they manufactured the whole thing, the whole line wrong. Mm. Uh, I have a, a collectible card um, of Xavier Woods, but it says Kofi Kingston. <laughs> I looked it up, and yeah. that whole line is—it's all messed up. So whoever gets that card, they have it's not. It is a collector's one. item. It is now. a collector's item for sure. Limited edition. That's something I would like to keep. Yeah, and I have it in my uh, thing, uh, my card collecting. Probably book. for me, top three items just off the top of my head. Number one, obviously, the uh, uh, Hulkbuster pop vinyl that I have, autographed by Stan Lee. Yeah, just because now. There are, will never be any new signatures by Stanley. The, the only thing that bumps me out, though, and I guess I can send it off and get it off, um, authenticated. Yeah, but at the time, years ago, they weren't giving out the things like, oh, you know, that uh, piece uh, of paper that says this is the c- certificate of authenticity. Yeah, they didn't. So at the convention, so I just got him to sign it, and that was it. You well, know? now they. Or they did, and for most big stars, they still do. They just have like a sticker. That's authenticated, and that's what I have on mine. This is like this is that's an official cool. Stanley autograph. It is official. Here's the number. Yeah, whatever. So that's definitely number one. Uh, number two, probably that Undertaker picture that I got this week because he doesn't do a lot of autographs, and when you do, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So for me to be able to get that, and for him, like Undertaker is one of my top five favorite wrestlers ever. In your so, top five, huh? Yes. Uh, my fave five if you will so to get that it's definitely either two or number three uh and the other one is the uh set of dragon balls that i have yeah that is autographed by chris sabbat voice of vegeta slash piccolo slash so many other voices yeah um and the fact that he signed your wish has been granted i'm like sign my balls sign my balls boy (laughs) that's right um those are probably the three that i'm like it would take a considerable amount of money for me to ever fathom getting rid of so uh those yeah are, those are t- some other cool stuff i have some pretty other cool stuff i got to meet the voice actor for invader zim that's cool and he signed my uh complete series dvd and uh i also met uh maurice lamarche who is a vo- very famous voice actor. Most people know him as the voice of the brain from Pinky and uh, the Brain. Yeah. Uh, but he does so many. Like, he's in Rick and Morty. He was yeah. in Animaniacs. He was in uh, Futurama. Like, all these big shows he has some part of. And so I got him to sign uh, a DVD series uh, that I have as well. So 
those are probably my favorites. So, uh, so really cool. Good stuff. I like it. Uh, but we did have Money in the Bank this past week, weekend. Did you get around to watching it? I didn't think so. All right. Well, I'm assuming that by now you've seen the results of Money in the Bank. Okay. So we got to see New Day defeat Miz and Morrison, the Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party to retain the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, um, who are those guys in there? The three guys? I forget. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jackson Riker or something? No, this is just going off the joke of the Forgotten Sons. I forget. I forget who they are. So uh, that's, was, that's crazy that they took the belts off Miz and Morrison pretty quick. Yeah. Which I kind of figured they would. Yeah, I mean, your theory was okay. Let them have the belts for a while, and then they can like start feuding and get all the, get that whole cycle done, so Morrison can just be there collecting a paycheck and not do anything. Yep, <laughs> he could be the next Shelton Benjamin. But you know, global pandemic happens and uh, yeah, slows everything down. Here you go. Uh, people who are stars in the past to come back don't come back. No, because they're not going to use well, you well. I mean, well, first, let's be honest. If someone were paying you $70,000 a year to just sit at home, would you do it? Yeah. Okay. But I, and, I mean, and these people, people are making like 200, 200,000. Yeah. I mean, but there's some wrestlers out there who just want to put on a good show. That's true. That is like, very true. Look at Jericho. You yeah. know, he's like, I can make this money. He can make all that money all he wants, but he's not happy. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Mm hmm. You know, well, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of wrestlers out there that want to wrestle, but there are also some who are like, "Why should I have to put my body through a car wreck five times a week? Yeah, when I can just do it once a month and collect a paycheck for you know half That's a mil." That's true. That's true. It's like they recognize me as star power. I'll put over whoever they want, and I'll collect that paycheck, no problem. For sure. Sit at home and play oh, video God. games or Hell whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you have enough money to... You can start your own side business. Mm-hmm. You can start... Side hustles. Side hustle. Like, you can... <laughs> God. You can, like, afford to, like, stay home and not do shit. Don't do shit. Don't do shit. Don't do shit. Yeah. So, uh, so the New Day ended up retaining. It was a pretty entertaining matchup, at least. Um, after that, we got to see R-Truth going up against MVP, but Bobby Lashley came out and was like, I hey, saw the I clip about... <laughs> Our truth like pointing, but he turned and slapped Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> that cracked me up. So, uh, but yeah, he was like, "Well, how come he gets a night off? I don't get a night off." You know what? I'm just gonna go. Accidentally slaps Bobby Lashley. Bell what's rings. what's the thought process on MVP? Man, they're putting him in matches, and he has that MVP lounge. It's like they're using what they've got, and now he's he may be a manager, but he's like also he wants to be a manager that Vink and whoever and then also but he's wants to motivate bobby lashley and like are you what are you trying to get him to do just yes. be a motivational like are we gonna have like a group we are gonna do what we ask that's exactly what i mean if he's getting paid i mean whatever you want me to do i'll do it i guess that's right and you'd be happy about it you jump through this hoop you collect, yes sir you collect that paycheck yes, sir. and be happy about I'll it i'll jump through this hoop okay so uh, Bobby Lashley quickly defeats our truth. Uh, we got to see Bailey defend her SmackDown Women's title against Tamina. And what's funny is that I was on the uh, WNS Discord uh, while this was going on, and people were like arguing with me that Tamina deserved to win. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 
First off, it, may, it would make no sense storyline wise. Yeah, it would not. Make Second sense. off, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she does not deserve the win. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I know. I know there are a lot of people out there who might be fans of Tamina. I don't know any of them, but I'm sure they're out there. Jim Cornette certainly not one of them. Oh, really? He's not. He even. Oh, he he like blasted her and was like, "Has she, has she even been to wrestling school?" So, yeah, it was a little harsh. But uh, anyways, Bailey ends up getting the victory to retain the SmackDown Women's title, as we predicted. Pretty much the only matches that I got wrong were the Money in the Bank matches. But who saw that coming, though, on both of them? I certainly didn't see Otis winning. And I didn't... I You know, Asuka was a probable front runner, but I was just like, oh, you know, what would make the most sense? But... We also didn't know the whole story. And, you know, when you don't have the whole story, you can't make a properly educated guess. But, you know, we did what we could with the information that we had, and mm-hmm. turns out it was all wrong. So, um, so Bailey ends up defeating Tamina. Braun Strowman went up against Bray Wyatt. And I feel like this was just the start of the feud. This wasn't really like a payoff match or anything. Um, Who won? Braun. Braun. Oh, it's for the title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was against uh, Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend. Yeah. So Did he laugh and stuff when he get hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and like then, that. And uh, then Braun put on the sheep mask and got in there and, you know, did that. And the puppets appeared. And they're like, he's done it. He's coming home. He's doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And he takes off the mask, power slams Bray Wyatt, one, two, three. And he's like, I got this on my own. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, after that, we got to see Drew McIntyre go up against uh, Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre retains. So, happy thoughts there. Yep. I'm kind of bummed that, uh, like, I feel really bad for Drew McIntyre. Not the fact that he's a champion, because he's doing a really good job as a champion. It's the fact that he's doing this as a champion in front of zero crowd. And that really bums me, because, you know... They've they've made mention of what happened. You know, he got let go from WWE. He ran the indie circuit for a few years. He was allowed to come back, won the Royal Rumble. Like, Drew McIntyre is a redemption story come to life. Yeah. You know, you come back from being let go, and yep. you work your way back up to the top, and you, are, you become the champion at WrestleMania. That is every wrestler's yeah, dream, to become their champion at WrestleMania. I feel like can, this is going to be taking a shot at another wrestler. He's more talented than Jinder. Because Jinder came back, and it's, oh, yeah, okay, they put the title on him. We were mm-hmm. kind of into it. And then they took the belt off of him, and he kind of like, eh. Faded away. Yeah, and he got hurt, and he came back. Is this going to happen to Drew? Is he going to get hurt? I hope no, not. no, not hurt. But like, um, will he fade when, out when he is no longer champion? I would like to see him still be in that top tier level. I like. I hope. Yeah, but the thing is, there's only a few guys who keep doing that. Mm-hmm. They're that stick. Like yeah. in the past, way before all this, like uh, I'm probably talking about. Attu era or and a little bit post Attu era like the uh, ruthless aggression what they yeah. call those people were always mm-hmm. sticking there wasn't someone who yeah. would just like get booted Triple out Triple H Batista Orton Cena Undertaker Shawn Michaels you only have a few guys that are in and out and yeah. stuff you know 
you know, oh, we're going to interject this person into the top, uh, yeah. you know, and then it happens for a little bit, and they just go back down. Mm-hmm. It's just wishy washy storyline and wishy washy um, um, politics. Is that what I'm going to say? I don't Backstage know. politics. Yeah, <clears throat> because there's a certain people that should stick around in it. Yeah, and that's not happening. Mm-mm. Like right now, I think Drew is Drew and Seth. Are like the top tier talents for Raw, uh, Bray Wyatt. Well, you used to, used to well, they have nothing for him, but AJ Styles. I mean, he kind of he's, he's kind of floating he, right now. He's yeah, he's not. But he can much. step in like that that quick. To, to me, he's Could. he's he's there. It's not like he's gone down. He's just in the middle. Yeah, and like they have nothing for him yet, but he can step into it like easily. Uh, same thing for Daniel Bryan if they would put him in there. See, and that's what blows my mind. Like during the Attitude Era, during the Ruthless Aggression Era, those Rawls were only two hours. Here we've got three hours to be making stars, and they can't do it. Nope. Those t- oh, and I don't know the timelines of when they had writers, or they've always had writers, but it was like one, two, maybe. Well, they had lead writers, and then you know, but they didn't have it in those eras. They didn't have as many writers as now, right? That we know of. I don't know the history. I don't yeah. know, you know, when. No clue. No idea. But something has changed mm-hmm. since then to now. And it, actually, it's been not just to now, but even well, in the past like five, six years, seven it, years. Well, it, it harkens back to the discussion that we've had ad nauseum about, you know, Instead of making new stars, they just kept running with John Cena mm-hmm. or, or Randy Orton as champion. You know, they had a chance to it's, make. It's so funny to it's like. It's like you look back and you're like, they had the opportunities there to make new stars. Yeah, and it's so funny to. And I'm going back to I mentioned this before, but I did a few weeks ago listen to. I don't listen to this podcast often. I only listen to it once. That like Corey Graves with John Cena mm-hmm. and how like the stars are not stepping up and stuff, and that just repeats what I've said. It's like you're part of a different time, man, where they let you do whatever you want. Yeah. They don't let people do whatever they want now, mm-hmm. and they're not the people, the management or whatever, or maybe people it's just Vince. Bone. I don't know. They're he's they're not allowing them to do what they want, and not everyone. Uh, there's people that know what they want to do, but not everyone would get over. But um, there's wrestlers who've been wrestling for a long ass time, mm-hmm. and they're not as over as they should be. Yeah, and they're well, never going to. It's I don't know. Well, I mean, you look at stars like Rusev, Bray Wyatt, Shelton Benjamin. Uh, you know, those are those are just a few names that could have been top-tier players. Shelton was top-tier back in the past. He was mid-card into... He was good. Top, he was getting into it. Yeah. And then when he Then left, he was given a mama. Oh, I, I remember parts of that. I don't remember all of it. Yeah. Uh, I remember it being goofy. Then he became the gold standard, and he bleached his hair blonde. I, I, I remember that, but I don't remember what else he did. And then I remember him leaving. And then he came back, didn't really do anything. Yes, he was part. He was with uh, Gable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but that's it. And it's like, come on now. It's like he had some good stuff. He had good matches and stuff. Even though he was in the mid card, mm-hmm. it was damn good. Yeah, it was damn good. And now you're not letting him doing shit. You know. Yep. But I mean, 
you know, back when Nexus was a thing, when the podcast first started getting going, you know, Nexus was the big thing, and they were supposed to beat John Cena and, and Randy Orton and all them at SummerSlam, and they didn't, and it just fell apart after that. Yeah. So it was like that, that was another chance to make new stars, and they didn't. So let's give it a redo. We're going to take some of these guys and put them in a group called The Core. Well, that didn't last long either. No. But, I mean, you know. You know what we'll also do to make them uh, uh, viable, a viable contender or something else? Awesome. Let's put CM Punk as their leader. Yeah. But, I mean, you have you have stars there. Mm-hmm. You just need to give them time. And the problem is that they only give you three or four weeks now to get yourself over. Yeah. You know? Like, look at what they did with Cedric Alexander. He had, like, three matches, and then we never saw him again for months. And now he's teamed up with Ricochet. Like, Ricochet was supposed to be a big star. Ricochet, they were putting a rocket onto him. Yeah. And now it's just nothing. We're teaming That's up with Cedric Alexander. sad. Yeah. That's sad. And don't get me wrong. I know everyone can't be, like... Well, I think everyone can be a star in their own right. Um, it's just... You're just what... What's the word? If you're in the top, middle, or the... Um, Bottom. Not categories. What's, what's it... Tier, tier. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone plays their part, really. Mm-hmm. But now it's like we have people who are going to be on TV, and then okay, now it's a different story because we're in a pandemic, right? And before all this stuff, it's like you have people that are on TV, and then you have people that are who are on some shows. You have house shows too that people are on, and then you have dark matches. There's some people you don't see on TV for like a long period of time, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's just nuts. Um, and it's sad, and I know. Not gonna lie, um, Raw's been boring for a long time. Yeah, it really has. It's been struggling. It's been struggling since they went to the PG era, and, and don't just, get me wrong, they've had good moments in between. Yes. All the, all well, this time and that's, period, and that's what wrestling is. Most of the time, it's not about the match. Like you look at you look at back at fans talking about the Attitude Era. It wasn't the matches that they're clamoring over. It's the moments. Give us the the beer truck. Give us the cement truck. Give well, us the monster truck. It's mostly moments, but there were some matches that had like that was awesome. There was stuff some. with Rock and Stone Cold and right those matches. Undertaker. Those were good matches. Maybe not like to the style of like what today is, mm-hmm. but those standards back then, it was awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just. But no, you're right. That here was mostly the entertainment aspect. Yeah. yeah, moments. It wasn't wrestling like how wrestling was or is these days. Not WWE, but yeah, like other organizations. I mean, if you brought out Road Road Dog versus Gangrel, is that must see TV back then. Yes. Well, it was because the New Age Outlaws were New Age you know, Outlaws versus like thing. Brood. Yeah, that was awesome because back in the day, I liked the Brood. I liked New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Today, no. Yeah. What's really interesting because I was I was thinking about like feuds of of yesteryear or whatever. I watched the uh, Dark Side of the Ring mm-hmm. from this past week. What was this? It was about the Road Warriors. Okay. The yeah. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no mention of Ahmed Johnson. Okay, fill me in. He was temporarily a member of the Road Warriors. Really? Yeah. 
It was like WrestleMania 2000 or something. He why? Came what? Why like they he came in with the spikes and all that? Like they didn't talk about it at all. What was the thing behind that? They're not talking about. I don't know. They just didn't mention it. I mean, that was part of the history. Yeah. Did they talk about Heidenreich? Nope. Didn't talk about him either. Okay. It was more about like the death of Hawk and. Okay, know, I got what, you. What I thought maybe something would be weird if they talked about Heidenreich, but not him, <laughs> Ahmed Johnson. If they didn't talk about him, but if they didn't yeah. talk about those two, I mean, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. It was just weird. Well, it's next week's episode going to be about? Or are they almost to the season ending? Next week is the season finale. Okay. It is the death of Owen Hart. Oh, my God. They're going to eventually run out of stories. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually. It's not It's not a finite, in a, in a infinite story oh, that they can oh talk about. Oh, my God. But, I mean, this season, they started with the Crispin Wall murder, and they're ending with the death of Owen Hart. I've only seen one episode from the season and I need to watch the other ones. Uh, what else is it on where I can s- to watch it? Maybe YouTube. Is it any on like, like any other platform for me to like watch for free? I don't know. Well, I got it on my DVR. You can watch it here. I'm going to stay here for a whole day okay. and watch it. Yeah. Come over tomorrow. <laughs> Do whatever. So, um, but going back to money in the bank, we got to see the money in the bank ladder match, which was the climb the corporate okay, ladder. So explain to me how they did both matches at once. It, just like that. They had the ladies. This is just like they had the women. cut to the ladies fighting and cut to the guys fighting. Yep. I saw a clip of Shayna having Ray in a, uh, yeah. Um, headlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they started the match with the ladies in the lobby and the men in the training room, like the uh, the weight room, and so uh, they all they have a weight room in headquarters. Did. Yeah, did they go into I forgot what's called the closet or was it called the Holy no. Grail? No, was it called? Is it called the closet? Just the closet. Yeah, the closet. Yeah, no, they did not. Uh-huh. So it starts with uh, the ladies battling. Oscar fights her way into the elevator, so she's the first one to go up. There. Oh, so, so they do go in the elevator. They did use the elevator. Okay. Yes. Uh, How was the angles for the cameras? Oh, there we go. Come on, bring it out. Oh. I knew it. As, As you would expect, <laughs> something full HD. But they put one of those little stupid filters over the video to make it look like the little bars were going up the screen. I'm like, it, come on. It looks like you're looking at the screen of a video camera, like in the lobby of yeah. someone going, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. No, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's but 2020. It's, we don't need that. But it makes sense in like no. sitcom no. wise. Like oh. they've done that stuff like that before. One other thing about this match, absolutely zero commentary okay. until the very end. Huh? Until until a winner was made, and then were they Michael sitting out on top of the roof? No. Oh, okay. And then Michael Cole gave the most like deadpan talking. It was like, and Oscar has won the Money in the Bank ladder <laughs> match. Let's look at the highlights from this. Let's Here look at see. some highlights. Like that was. Where the fuck did you come from, Michael Cole? I I like turned his excitement level up to read that. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just like, and Oscar. He was at home. Okay, they the told bank. him to read this, and he did it. And sent the audio. What I think is that they probably handed him a script and said, read each line where it's like, and Asuka is the Money in the Bank women's match. Lacey Evans is the Money in the Bank winner match. You know, Nia Jax is the Money in the Bank ladder match winner. I think they just had that so that way he wouldn't know. And uh, he just went home and, and you know did it. Because once, once the pay-per-view, once the match ended, the pay-per-view was over. So... 
here's the thing. So obviously they got the the camera angles that that annoyed me. There was no commentating. Um, they had music going in the background, which was weird to me. And uh, you know, like it's fine, I guess, but it just sometimes it just bugs me. Like you didn't need to have it, but in other senses, you did need to have it just to have something. Yeah. So I saw the clip of AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan in Vince McMahon's office. That was probably the funniest part of this. Really? Entire, yeah. It didn't seem like there was there was nothing to it. No. And I don't know where they got it, but I know Ben posted and other people posted. Like, well, he didn't want them to break the dinosaur skull. Whatever yeah, it's that a real is. dino, a T-Rex skull. Where did he get that from? Or was that that was already in that that was his office? That's, that was his office. That was legit his office. This man's rich. Like you know what? I'm gonna buy a dinosaur skull. Pretty much. Why not? I guess if you're that if damn you got rich. the money, why not buy it? Okay, that's a hundred thousand. It shows power. Yeah, you and got then, money. Spend stuff. Something along the lines when they put the chairs back is because Vince likes his chairs back. Yeah. So. They continue to battle. There are cameos. First off, there was a cameo from Stephanie McMahon. Horribly shot. Was not in the building. That looked like they filmed it next to a wall in their house. Huh? What do you mean? Like, how did it happen? Okay. So imagine someone's holding their phone to film you. Yeah. And Stephanie McMahon turns slightly to her right and is like, Dana, what are you doing in here? That's not the actual money in the bank. And they added it to Yes. The- <laughs> so then they cut back to Dana looking up, and she's like, huh? What? This isn't the real one? Like, they're trying new things. It was an awful thing. Um, so then there was a cameo from Stephanie McMahon, John Laurinaitis, on his uh, motor scooter. And, of course, we got to hear a people power. And then he took a pie to the face. Sure. Um, there wasn't... Do- it wasn't Doink the Clown, but there was a clown, which was weird. Was it Frank? It might have been Frank the Clown, but he had his full face painted, not half of his face. So I don't know. I don't know who it was. It was Derp the Clown. <laughs> then uh, we got to see Paul Heyman in catering by himself, and then that's when everyone came together. Yeah, catering. And Otis screamed food fight. Yes, catering in an empty building, mind you. Oh, so they've gotten all their stuff out of that building. Well, kind of. Because they're, they're, I thought they were stopping production on the new building. Yeah, they, they were going to be moving to a new building, and they've held that off. By the way, are they going to tear down that building, or are they selling it? They're probably just selling it. We're just moving out. They probably, like, lease it. You know, who knows? Make some money off it. Yeah. I don't know. But, um... So a food fight breaks out. Uh, Carmella gets taken out. And then all of a sudden, we're up on the roof. <laughs> like, no explanation. <laughs> Just cut to B-roll of the camera rising up the building. Show a faraway shot of the building itself with the ring. Girls start fighting on the roof. No guys anywhere. Just the ladies. Not a drip of sweat on any of them. No food on any of them. They're fighting, fighting, fighting. All of a sudden, Baron Corbin comes out, starts to climb the ladder. Asuka starts punching Baron Corbin for whatever reason. Because she's crazy. 
I guess so. She's like, hey, I, you know, you, I know there's a briefcase up here for you, but I want this briefcase and I don't want you to get it. So, what if Oscar got the guys and girls? <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. She would have been Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Wrong. She opens the case and you're fired. Oh. Feast or fired. Mm hmm. So, um, so Asuka is the winner. Bell sounds. And ladies and gentlemen, Asuka is your winner. Then all of a sudden, the ladies disappear. <laughs> and the like, men start fighting. <sighs> and so this really wasn't executed that well. In my eyes, no. People, like, people were praising it. It was fun. Neat it was good concept, but yes. don't keep doing it. Good con, fun concept, poorly executed. Um, I mean, they're going to have to try something out of the box. So win this pandemic because yeah. they want to do more of that cinematic feel, right? And that's fine. They can do that. I'm okay with that. Just get better at it. Ooh, um, I guess it's well, you would think it, as a business like this, they employ people who would know this craft and know how to execute it very well because they <laughs> WWE would employ the best of the best, so you would expect the best from them. You would expect that. But but that's not what we're getting. Yeah. So Corbin hurls Rey Mysterio off of the roof. Yeah. Then later hurls Aleister Black off of the roof. And so, then later on, a weird person comes back from the uh, from that bottom roof, and it's a fused uh, Aleister Black and Rey Mysterio. They're one now. Ray Black. Ray Black. Alistair Mysterio. <laughs> Alistair Mysterio. That did not happen. <laughs> no, it did not. Um, so Otis gets in the ring. He starts trying to climb the ladder. Naturally, the foot pedals give out like they did on SmackDown last week. Um, so Baron Corbin starts climbing the ladder, and Elias shows up, hits him in the back with a guitar. He's not in the match. No, he is not. AJ Styles is climbing the ladder. He's trying to get the briefcase. They fumble the briefcase, and it falls into Otis's hands. Otis is the winner. Hey, Tucky! Mandy, I did it! Which I get it. Okay, Otis has something good going for mm-hmm. him and stuff. And we're like, hey, okay, let's just give another guy the Money in the Bank briefcase, and we can feed him. Well, Braun's good. Rumor has it is that Otis is going to use it to cash in on the tag championships with him and Tucker. Yeah. Eh. Hey, Tucky. Because oh, it doesn't specify what title you can yeah, challenge for. I get it, but I don't, I don't like it. Like, can you imagine if you I challenge like, for the cruiserweight title? Oh God, that would be good. That would be like, good yeah, shit. the contract says I can challenge for any title. Good shit there. Uh, That'd actually be kind of funny. Oh, like, for sure. That's why I would a, like it. A 350 plus pound man. Oh. Is your cruiserweight champion? All of his opponents are going to be under two hundred and five pounds. For like, sure. there's no way that they're going to win. Because Braun and him, it would be two good guys fighting each other. Well, Braun could turn bad for a little bit. You know, he could tweak his character. But uh, if he does go after Braun, but like, I don't. I rather him go after Braun than him go after a tag. I know it sounds weird, but well, he's part of a tag team. I don't, Stucky. I don't like Tucker. Oh, I mean, I, he's probably a good dude and all Poor stuff, but Tucker. I don't like Otis and Tucker as a tag team. Oh, I don't. I like Tucker. Tucker. I like Otis. 
I'm not a big fan of Tucker. Yeah. And if they get it, if they but get the tag team champion, whose name would Otis say oddly if if Tucker is gone? Mandy, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Tucky, Mandy, my little peach. <laughs> chicken nuggets. I don't know. Chicken. I don't know, man. So yeah, Otis is Mister Money in the Bank. It's just a little strange to me. That's all. So all in all, pay per view, it was fine. the The crazy thing is that it was like. Two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. Was yeah, it? you, because you, like, texted me and said it's over. Yeah. That's what? Mm. Just after nine something. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. It was very strange. So, uh, I mean. Oh, you, did you talk about, um, I'm sorry, did you do Jeff Hardy and uh, Cesaro? Ducky. No, that was the pre-show. That was pre-show? Yeah. And the uh, MVP and our truth that was supposed to be a pre-show, but it got bumped to the main card, which is which I found weird. I don't think they they have all this talent, but they don't do anything with them. Nope. I mean, like you require everyone there because you're uh, air quotes essential. Yeah, they're uh, essential, but there's no punishment if you don't wrestle. But if you don't wrestle, then you get punished. So Roman's not being mentioned. He's not being mentioned. I've been pulled from all video packages. Sami Zayn just got the title taken away from him. That's right. Jordan Devlin can't fly to America, so they stripped him of the uh, cruiser For now, but they're doing a thing where... interim title or whatever. Well, it's because if he was here, he he probably said, I would do it if I was there. Yeah. But he can't. Right. Sami's refusing. Or he's in... Or he lives in Canada and can't come down there. Does he live in Canada? Or he's fr- I, I know he's from Canada, but does yeah. he live in Canada? Yeah, I don't know. Same with Robert Rude. He lives in Canada. We haven't seen him. Who knows? I don't know, man. But we did find out that Becky Lynch had some very breaking news. Big breaking news. Um, she came out with the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. Oscar came out and was like, what are you doing? That's mine. You know, Why why'd you take it? And uh, Becky Lynch says, you know, there's something about this briefcase that you were not informed in. The uh, Money in the Bank match was not for a contract. It was for the Raw Women's Championship. She opens it up. Sure enough, there's the championship. And uh, Becky says, congratulations, you're the champion, Too awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Asuka, in the flamboyant way that she does, I'm the champion, I'm the champion, runs around the, the empty performance center. I did it, I did it. And she came back and was like, I'm the champion? Becky's like, yeah, you're the champion. Like, I'm the be- champion? It's like, yeah, you're the champion. You know what? You're going to be a, a great champion. You're going to be a warrior. And I'm going to be a mom. Yeah. Two uh, good moments there. Um, it really was. Well, the best moment was Asuka. I don't know if she knew the news as to why Becky Lynch was stepping away. Because to me, it felt incredibly genuine. Because to me, Asuka broke character. Where She was like, wait, are you serious? You're pregnant? Oh my god, congratulations. I didn't take it that way. I still thought she was still in character how she said because she said, Mother? Mother? I'm like, I know she could talk a little better than that. Yeah. So I thought that was still in character. Maybe. Um No, two good moments. And uh, this is me me being cynical. Uh but I'm okay. God, cynical, so cynical parts can be after this. I'm glad that she's a mother. But it's a good thing she's stepping away because the man character, to R- me, its lost its step 
after the whole Ronda Rousey stuff, like after Ronda left. So basically, when she won the title at Mania, it and a little ended. bit after that. I mean, when she was Becky two belts, that was still she was still pretty good. And then when she lost the belt, and then she kind of like was not the man. She was the man, but she mm-hmm. wasn't that badass the man. You know what I it mean? It wasn't. It wasn't the chase anymore. And it wasn't. It wasn't that character anymore. Yeah. But even before, like, when she had the title, did she become the man when she got the title, or did was she was just the man trying she to chase was calling it? herself she, the man? Prior to, and she was kicking ass and just. Mm-hmm. It's because it was a chase. She was like, "I'm tired of being pushed down. I want my moment. I want the title." And then she but got me, it. But to me, it was like Conor McGregor style, and like it was like you know I'm you know I don't give a fuck. I'm um you know I'm the man and kick ass. And like, why can't you just be that? Even if you're not in the chase, she wasn't that. It's like you know what. Like, I want to fight. You want to fight me? Let's do that and stuff like that. Step up. And it wasn't... I mean, to be fair, she kind of did. I mean, she challenged Asuka at Royal Rumble. And she was like, you're the, me, one, you're the one person who I haven't beat. And I need to beat you. I, I, I get that. But to me, it was not that like that. It wasn't executed very it, it well. It wasn't executed to what she was doing. Because mm-hmm. to me, it was, like, it was-esque of what she did before. See, for, for me, they muddled it going into WrestleMania. This last one? No, so the one before. The one where she won the belts from from Charlotte and uh, and Ronda. Like, they, they ruined that storyline for me. Because the whole thing was, when she got hit in the face by Nia Jax and she was forced to step away from the Survivor Series, uh, you know, that was like the birth of the, the fans sol- solidly behind her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it had, is that where the man came from? It, yes. That it, point? it had been building up to that point, but once she got punched in the face and there was that scene of her standing there with blood trickling down her face, like that was the moment that solidified her. It's like, hell yeah, she's the man. Like yeah. that is that is awesome. For sure. <clears throat> but then they started doing the whole you're being suspended, we're injuring your leg, we're our, we're adding Charlotte to the match, like all of that unnecessary oh, okay. crap that they added to it. The suspension kind of kind of reminded me of like Stone Cold-esque. I think yeah. that's what they were yes. trying to go for. and that's what they were doing. I mean, shot for shot, with her getting arrested being hauled off, that's straight out of a Stone Cold Steve Austin moment. But it didn't, it didn't like, it made her in that moment, but it didn't really make her. You know what I mean? Right. What made her was that iconic shot of her standing there, arms spread out, going you know we're here like this this is us uh and the blood streaming down her face like that was that's an iconic moment for her and uh you know and and i said it during that time it should have just been becky versus ronda at wrestlemania for the title you didn't need to throw charlotte in there you know you didn't have to have the other championship belt involved in it it should have just been becky versus ronda yeah they overdid it <laughs> they did and they muddled it and then after that, it just, you know, went its way. I felt like she was never the same since. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Well, that's uh, that's how good guys are. Once you obtain the obstacle, it's kind of like, okay, well, now what? Like, they always end the story with the happiest moment, and they say, well, they lived happily ever after. I really wish I could experience... Well, half of me feels this way. Uh, the Attitude Era... In the ruthless aggression era, mm-hmm. how I am now, yeah, because I would like to see how it, I would feel. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, you can't go back to those feelings because we're different. 
yeah, you're different and you know a lot more about the business today than you knew back then. Like you didn't know that there were writers. You didn't know that all, you know, look, a bunch of it was predetermined. You didn't know the extent that, wow, these guys are actually friends. They don't hate each other. Oh, they're using razor blades to hurt themselves, to cut themselves and bleed. Like you didn't, it was sort of, you know, you were hidden from the well, act, from the also, truth. Yeah, cause I know another thing is, and he probably had his ups and downs, but it, to me, in my memory, Stone Cold always had, like, ups. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, no, yeah, he, he had, had the, some he had some. Well, downs. I'm not talking about, like, the beginning Stone Cold, because that wasn't around there. Like, I was talking about the Rattlesnake, because that's when I came in on him. Yeah. Um... But the whole like feud with Vince McMahon and all that stuff and all the things well, he did that was the that was the pinnacle of wrestling that was that, that was as yeah. high as it got and then how he was fighting Rock and mm-hmm. Triple H and all the other people and stuff like that all I remember is all high moments with yeah. him after that you know until he left mm. but it doesn't seem like that with everyone yeah you know no there were there were definitely some low moments for Austin's career. Um, you know, but it's just, we choose to remember the good stuff, you know, it's like, you know, everyone talks about how great the attitude era was, but then you go back and watch some of it from yesteryear with, with knowing how today's society works and what was said back then that would not be suitable to say these days. Mm hmm you look back and you're like, Oh my God, like how did they get away with some of this stuff? And how Val Venus would do. And well, stuff yeah, like that. And like triple H groping a, a dead person. And- <laughs> well, like everyone talks about the extreme lows as much as they talk about the extreme highs, but you know, Vince McMahon saying the N word. Oh uh, yeah. That's definitely a moment that will never be forgotten. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, I don't even know how we got here, but you know, it's, it was an iconic moment for Becky Lynch, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I mean, congratulations to her. She announced that she is pregnant. She's actually due in December. So nice, nice, exciting. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bobby Lashley had a match with Umberto Carrillo. Uh, no disqualification. Match ends in a full Nelson submission. Bobby Lashley get the win. Yep. Uh, Angel Garza defeats Akira Tozawa. We're seeing the slow split of that group, which. With- <laughs> we never saw a solidity with them. Yeah. It's like, hey, guess what? We got you to come up from NXT. Put put them together. That's such good shit. Drew McIntyre defeats Andrade. Yep. Whatever. Bobby Lashley is approached by MVP. Telling MV- him. MVP yeah. then goes up to Lana and is like, hey, tell your husband to call me. And then we get like the worst acting from Lana. Lana's always. Who do you think you are? That's How always- dare you? It's always associated with Lana. She always does bad acting. It, it doesn't was, surprise me. It, it wasn't one bad. It was terrible. It's always. She's always a bad. But actor. we did get to see a return that was iconic. Boink. With uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce making their triumphant return to Monday Night Raw. They yep. challenged Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I why they were out for so long. Had nothing to do. You know what? You've been doing nothing for a while. Come back. Yep. Time to bring you back. So um, so they challenged Alexa and Nikki to a match, and the Iconics got the win. So I bet they're going to have a championship match at Backlash. Yep. We'll have the contract signing next week, and then... <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry. Uh, after that, we got to see 
Cedric Alexander and Ricochet team up with R-Truth to go up against MVP, Brendan Vink, and Shane Thorne. Vink! And R-Truth was putting fake teeth in his mouth and crossing his eyes and debuting a new persona, which was really weird and made no sense. Sure, why not? I missed the promo beforehand, so maybe he explained it there. But what? I, I didn't see either. What if like Vince McMahon's like, I'm going to come up with some stupid-ass shit. Hey, you like this? Put this in your mouth and just do this character. That's some was, good shit. It was just very weird. So, whatever. Um, somehow, so here's the thing. So, Aleister Black and Rey Mysterio got thrown off of the roof, or over the roof. Rey Mysterio comes back. They both come back the very next night. Well, also, um, they're like, oh, we, we got thrown Peter off. Corbin even said that. It's like, oh, there was a little smaller roof right down. Yeah, they're like, oh, they, we fell six feet. Like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Like, so the whole, you could have built something from that, but they chose not to. They're just like, no, just have them come back the very next night and be like, oh, <laughs> well, it was just a six-foot drop. <laughs> it's not a big deal, folks. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> And that's exactly what they did. They're yep. just like, oh, well, we fell six feet and landed on a, on the other floor. Thank goodness. Mm. It's like, why even do that shot then? Makes no sense. Whatever. So Mysterio, Aleister Black defeat Rollins and Murphy. Rollins was very... He was in a daze. He was out of it. He had like all crazy hair. He was kind of like Jesus. <laughs> he had the Jesus hair. He's so. Jesus hair. But he was in a different state. He didn't know what happened because well, he, he was, got hit. He was shooketh from his match against Drew McIntyre. Yes, that's why he's in a different state. Couldn't he believe that he had lost. Hit by Mysterio in that match, and he just went crazy on Mysterio, so crazy that his eyes crossed, and he was shoving Ray Mysterio's eyes <laughs> into that corner of the steel steps, and his eye was bleeding. Or they. They, they squirted ketchup or something in his eye. Give me some french fries. Mm, um, so, yeah. Although it did provide a good visual like with Rey Mysterio, his mouth wide open. You can see his teeth. He's just like screaming from pain. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, what it's like watching Raw every week. <laughs> <laughs> Point on. Uh, especially because of the segment that followed. Street Profits and Viking Raiders playing basketball. Oh Whoa. Who thought that was a good idea? Well, Were you entertained? Throughout the, the night, they <laughs> had interviews with them. It's like, anything you could do, I could do better. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What's basketball? What's this? You put this in the hoop? Stuff like that. And then they're playing that. And then it's like, so bad. I'm going to say this all of it together. Because yes. they split it up. It um, was. It was terrible. Street Profits beat them. I don't know, 40-something, 50-something. 75 to 2. Whatever, 75 to 2. And then commercial break, blah, blah, blah. Later on, they come back. And guess what? The Viking Raiders can play basketball. We let you guys win. Yeah, and they did all that stuff. Well, you sure uh, made a convincing argument letting them win. (sighs) Come on. I don't don't give a shit. (laughs) What did you think about Shayna Baszler talking smack about Becky Lynch's announcement. What a heel. Yeah, some good heel tactics there because yeah. it'll get to like, oh, you said this about a uh, child. It's like, oh, it's like you get knocked up and now you have a parasite in you and the, the kid's going to grow <laughs> up to be stupid or something along those lines. And I was like, oh, that can get a lot of people. That's actually 
pretty bad to a lot of people. I get it. Yeah. That's a pretty heelish thing to say. Yeah. Uh, even the comment she made towards Natalia was like, what do you know about being a mother? Yes. <laughs> was like, I was like, ooh, ooh, I like this. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, a little on the vicious side. Yeah. But, uh, that's they, what her character needs, though, because that's, that's, that's all about her character because she's a badass who doesn't give a fuck. And, like, um, they've kind of put her on hold uh, for, uh, like, a few months or a month who? or a half. Uh, Shayna because they made her look dominant and then Nia Jax came back. Ice cold. Yeah. And now they put her in the main event. Wait, no. Yeah, main event match. Main event match. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that's weird. But hey, she's dominant. She beat Natalia and that's good. And she did a hillish thing that was pretty um, hillish. <laughs> As heels tend to do. Yeah. The, it was, it was bad though in the eyes of certain people but to me i'm like i get it this is what she's doing as a, a as a character but it's a bit yeah she beat natalia and that happened what i liked about this match is that this is one of the matches where i'm glad that they don't have a crowd because of the the smack talk that they're doing back and forth like they'll just be booner all the time well yeah but like this is one of the things that i want to see from natalia i want to see her talking smack i want her stretching the ladies when she's in a match like she is billed as like the last you know last female wrestler to come from the famous heart dungeon like she needs to be putting on grappling holds and like working on like basically putting them through what she experienced in the dungeon yeah as part of her match she also needs to have um teddy hart come out too no she does not that that would be a terrible teddy hart was cats now that, on the other hand, I can get. He behind. trains his cats in the cat dungeon, and they do backflips and frog splashes and submission moves. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! Please follow me. Keep going. Super kicks. That's called cat kicks. What kind of kick, man? A cat kick, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> cat kick. Yeah. So Shayna beats Natalia. That she did, and then, <laughs> and then we got to see Edge and Randy Orton come out, and. They're basically hyping up a regular wrestling match. Orton is like, you know, you beat me in a last man standing well, match. Well, yeah, because he was well before that. He's like the best man won, and he walks away, but not the best wrestler. Yeah. Well, he comes back. Like, you I can't. can't say, I can't say that. I can't say it with a straight face. And blah 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 blah. You can't beat me in a wrestling match. And Edge didn't because say anything. What was Charlie doing in there? Crusoe. Yes. Oh, she was in there. She was like. This guys, this could be the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh yeah, I'm like, shut up. I was like, <laughs> no, it's who not. Ca- who in the hell came up with that and pitched it to her to say? Vince. Yeah, probably. You know, you, you really got to put it over. You got to tell them this is going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. It's going to be the greatest shit ever. Make sure to say wrestling. Yeah, because wrestling. that's what people want. They don't want sports entertainment anymore. They want wrestling. Damn yes. It. I'm an old man in the 70s. I know what the fuck I want, and I know what the fuck people need. Which, by the way, Vince, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna showcase that you're using social distancing in your office, and you're going to clean your hands using hand sanitizer. Twenty seconds, my man. You did, you did good for about ten, and then you were just like, I'm glad it was right, uh, hand sanitizer and it wasn't lotion. 
That comes later. <laughs> that comes later. He turns once, around. Once Where his hands, hands go. Once his hands are pure. I'm the trash I need, man. I need to be pure. I need to be pure. <laughs> With your little toesy woesies. All right. Uh, Let's go into AEW because that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, AEW actually was a pretty fun episode. For sure, for sure. Uh, I like the brawl between Cody and Lance Archer. I like the not apology well, by Jake Jake the Snake. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that was the ending because I know he was trying to pull him back, mm-hmm. and it felt like uh, I guess this is what you want, but they looked like they were both even. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I, I kind of feel like the Murhawk needs to get a little bit over on Cody. You know what I mean? But there's still time. And he pulled him back, too. And I know that's what you wanted, but yeah. I was like, eh, save something it. Save felt it a little the, bit off. Save it for the title. But hey, I even loved how he, even though he didn't go too far, but he was in his <laughs> truck and he <laughs> hit the, the barricade. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I it was it, bad. I didn't think it was good. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> it wasn't that far at <laughs> he all. He drove like 10 feet. Yeah. And then he uh, ran his truck into a, a barricade. But, uh, I, I I dug the part that Jake the Snake said about, you know, I'll apologize once she kisses my ass. Yeah. Like I, th- I like that part. Didn't really like the misogynistic part. No, I did not That was all. a little kind of like, man, I've evolved since the Attitude Era, and that's yeah. not a cool thing to say. But then I'm also like, but he's a heel, so he's supposed to be getting that kind of reaction out of me. So it's kind of like, oh, how do I feel yeah, about this? Yeah, I don't like it. Don't agree with what he said. Appreciate what, that he said it as a heel. So, how about that? I'm glad he didn't say something that's like, oh, you should be on top of me or something like that. Women should just be on top. I don't know. I'm not saying that to... I know, like, people like that or the characters are like, oh, well, you need to be, like, in the kitchen making me food and stuff like that and, uh, you know, clean the stuff and later on you'll be on top. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm... I'm I'm glad he didn't say anything like that. Yeah. That Even though mean. he did the the kitchen stuff. and <laughs> I'm like, ugh. That would have been no bueno. For sure, for sure. But we did get to see Best Friends going up against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And I like the fact that the match, while the match did end in a, a hokey finish with uh, you know a lot of interference, excuse me, oh. a lot of interference that the ref didn't see, it f- started the feuds for a few teams. Like, we got to see uh, Phoenix attack Orange Cassidy. Because Dude, that kick, though. That was a sickening kick. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I saw on the internet they had a promo backstage. It wasn't on the episode, but it was... They were looking at Orange Cassidy, and then mm-hmm. um, Chuck and Trent were there. And uh, Trent was like, you know what, Phoenix? He goes, next week... I think he said next week. Uh, he goes, uh, Orange is going to beat the shit out of you. And and Chuck was like, whoa, whoa, dude. <laughs> and something along the lines, he's like, and then Trent walks off. He was like, but seriously, you're going to get yours or something like that. And then they walk off. Nice. So, yeah. So, it starts that feud because they're going to be in the ladder match together at the uh, the pay-per-view for Double or Nothing. Uh, MJF got involved by attacking Jungle Boy because that he's going to have too, a match. Yeah. And also... Did Wardlow, he threw... Uh, he, he Yes, he launched Marco Stunt. I know they're not going to the do this now because they're still... Since people are coming back, I guess Wardlow's not going to be in any matches. Uh, they're putting him on back burner again. Yeah. 
He'll be on dark. <laughs> but um, or I guess they're going to eventually build up. I don't know who you would want to lose, but Wardlow versus Luchasaurus. Yeah. You don't want any of them to lose right now, I guess. Mm-mm. No, they'll, you they'll keep Wardlow their distance versus Marco Stunt. Yeah. And that's where probably Luchasaurus uh, will get involved. I would say that if you have Luchasaurus versus Wardlow, it's going to be a DQ of Poor some Marco. kind. Marco. He needs a win over someone eventually. He's gotten a win here or there. Not by himself. As part of the... I'm sure. Dinosaur Express. What's it called? What are they called? Jurassic Express, sir. Jurassic you know Park? Jurassic <laughs> World <laughs> 3, <laughs> where you can enter to be eaten? Yeah. Do you see that contest? No. So they're, they're having a contest for the next Jurassic World movie, yeah. Domination or whatever they're calling it. And if you win, you get to be in the movie and you get to be eaten by a dinosaur. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, let me just let me die. Yeah. I've never wanted to die so much in my life. I want to be in a movie. I want to get paid. And I want to get eaten. <laughs> yeah. Do I get a line? If I get a line, I need to fill out my union card. <laughs> Hell yeah. Actors Guild or whatever it is. Well, do you still get awards? money? What if you don't have a line, but if you scream? Ah. That's still... We'll dub it. We'll dub yeah. it in post. We'll hire someone. Fuck. What? what that's not it. <laughs> okay. Say your line. Fork. Damn it. Fuck the revival. No. Damn it. Take 26. <laughs> I'm caca for cuckoo puss. Damn nope. it. No. <laughs> so anyways, best friends ended up getting the victory. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see a really fun fatal four-way match uh, between the ladies, Hikaru Shida, Penelope Ford, Chris Statlander, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Um, there were a couple times where they, they had their tempo a little slower than, than what I would have liked to have seen, but all in all, it was a fun match. It was a good showcase from the ladies. Um, I love the fact that Britt Baker was so incensed in inflicting pain on uh, Statlander that she had the mandible claw on her. Didn't even care that Sheeta had won the match. Like she's just like, no, I'm taking you out. That's, that's I feel that's like they're slowly like building her up, Britt Baker. Yes, they are because at first they didn't do her justice at all. No. I feel like what they're doing right now is they're building up Sheeta to go up against Nyla Rose. If Sheeta ends up getting the victory, then you've got Britt Baker right on her tail. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you're establishing new stars, which is what they've been doing pretty well. Um, after that, we got to see the team of Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, going up against Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Yeah. And um, good guys win, the bad guys lose, as it should be. Yeah. Um, after that, we got to see Taz talking with Darby Allen. Wanting to manage him, and Darby Allen just walks away. Yeah. And, um... Yo, kid, I can tell you what to do. Then we got to see the long-awaited return of Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF, going up against Lee Johnson. So MJF has a record of 5-0. and Lee Johnson has a record of 0-5. Something's got to give. <laughs> right? This is Lee Johnson's time to shine. No, MJF gets the victory. They dropped him on his head. He did. Uh, so he improves to 6-0 and for the year. And he said after that, um, for a warm-up match, I guess, he didn't state when he wanted it. The uh, Marco Stunt. Yes. Had an open contract. Yeah, so he's going to fight him next week, and Marco's going to lose. What? Yeah. So that's, that's for next week. What? No, you don't think Jungle Boy's going to somehow get involved to feud Oh, it may be... Yeah, maybe a no dis, um, a no um, 
It doesn't have to be a no disqualification. Not no disqualification, but a um, disqualification. That's what I meant. It doesn't even have to be that. You can have Jungle Boy come out, cause a diversion or something. And Marco Stunt, Marco Stunt gets, gets the, the win. win. Yeah. There we go. Booking 101. So uh, after that, we got to see <laughs> the highly anticipated match, Chris Jericho versus Pineapple Pete. You know what's so funny? They were hyping that because they had him in a video package. Yeah. Um, Sugar Dunkerton. And he looked good for a little bit. Yeah. He was getting um, for just, I mean, that match was so fast. But <laughs> he got Jericho for like two or three moves. He got, he, I swept him in the corner, ran and, you know, jumped into him like three times. And then Jericho did the Judas elbow to him when he, was I think the Irish with them Judas right? Effects or Judas effect. What did I say? Judas elbow. Oh, Judas elbow. Judas effect. <laughs> um, what's the song? Uh, okay. Judas. No, it's like yeah. what have I become? Now that I've been drinking. We'll have to learn that song for whenever they come to Houston yeah. in November, sir. For sure. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, that happened. I just think that it's really good on Chris Jericho's part to be... One, he put over a lot of people when he was doing commentary. Like, he praised a lot of people, even though his character doesn't like them. He got over a guy, even though he named him Pineapple Pete to kind of, like, bash on him. He got him national exposure. He got him a t-shirt. He got him matches. So, what does this mean? Have they, like... Sugar Dungerton is like now part of all elite. I don't I know. We don't even know. It could just be a temporary thing. Like, hey, if anyone buys your shirt, we'll give you the profits and you can be on your way. Who knows? I don't know what the deal is, but I liked it. And I then, hope he's uh, now part of the company. Maybe. I, I like the fact that he was like, you know, at first I thought it was a disrespectful thing, but I've embraced it and it's yeah. pretty sweet. I like it. I don't mind being called Pineapple Pete now because it's gotten me the exposure. Yeah. That's what every wrestler wants. Hey, Pineapple Pete. <laughs> but <laughs> I just love it so much. He's like 50 years old, and he's just having so much fun. Yeah. Um, then the inner circle celebrated in the ring, and Vanguard One came out. Man, this was heartbreaking. Mm. R.I.P. Vanguard One. Um, Chris Jericho. Pop- I was about to say Poppy. Uh, <laughs> Vanguard One has disrespect the inner circle for the last time. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We're gonna next time we're gonna have Vanguard Two. <laughs> That's right. That's what's coming. 1.5. One 1.79. <laughs> oh, yeah! So, um, Matt Hardy was just heartbroken. <laughs> they're just beating up on a, on a drone. <laughs> what would be better is because they're hitting with bats. I wish they would have, like, kicked it. And, yeah. like, like they're stomping on someone. I'd be like, that would have made it better to me. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Drop drone. an elbow on it. Or yeah. Something. Oh, God. You got cut because of the plastic. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Brody Lee defeats Christopher Daniels, and then John Moxley comes back, cut a promo, uh, talking about hyping up their matches. Yeah. So yeah, because Brody Lee beats um, yeah Christopher Daniels, like you said. Um, they're hyping this. Well, they're because they're putting him in a match. This ten guy, I guess, because they can't get, they still can't get. That's not him. They still can't get... You don't uh, know it's not. That's someone else. You can tell by his face. Uh, How can you tell what his face looks like? He's got a mask, sir. You can see his eyes and his mouth. Uh, he can very well be Ty Dillinger. Who? 
Exactly. Sean Spears. <laughs> we got Sean Spears anti Dillinger in yes. AEW. What a well, grab. Uh, <laughs> um, 10. You think they're adding someone else because they can't get Evil Uno and um, Stu Grayson, so they need someone else? Yes. That's exactly what they're doing. Good catch. Good catch. I didn't even get to see Dark when he. When ten fought whoever some random guy, I don't don't know how he wrestles. I don't know. I just know that sixes is afraid of seven. Why? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible joke. Yep. What of it? We do that on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting political now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stupid political ass jokes. <laughs> Uh, moving over to uh, NXT. Did you watch NXT? Nope. All right. Well, I'll give you a rundown. Uh, I know some results. Cool. Imperium defeated Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher after Timothy Thatcher walked away from Matt Riddle. So now we have Riddle versus Thatcher. That night. It happened that night? Yep. Oh. So uh, Imperium's now the new tag team champions for mm-hmm. NXT. Tegan Knox defeats Indy Hartwell. Jake Atlas defeats Tony Nese in the Cruiserweight Tournament. Cameron Grimes defeated Finn Balor. What? After Damian Priest attacked him. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, then Damian announced that he was the attacker of Finn Balor. Shoot this invisible arrow at the screen. Um, Before this match can start, Tony Nese attacks Isaiah Swerve Scott. Did he swerve? No, he did not. Uh, So that gave gentleman Jack Gallagher the victory in the. Cruiserweight Championship. Caden uh, Carter. What's his name out? Drew, uh, Drake, Drake, Drake Maverick. Drew Maverick. Drew Maverick. Drake Maverick. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Caden uh, Carter defeated Aaliyah. And then the main event. Does she accept to be a part of Robert Stone's group yet? It seems like it. Maybe. Yeah. Or at least he's still I guess trying. I wonder if he's going to like come up with like um, a dominant female Robert group. Stone. Yes. Robbie E. Bro. No. What do you do? Yeah. Bro. Oh. Okay. Bro. No, it was not bro. It was O. Oh. It's the fastest way to get on the list. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt Riddle defeats Timothy Thatcher, but after the match, Timothy Thatcher put on a submission hold against Matt Riddle and would not let go. And that's how they ended the show. Uh, one of the things that they announced as far as hot topics is that NXT TakeOver got a new name nxt takeover in your house they're not gonna be in my house i'm gonna laugh if they do <laughs> show up we need to fight in your house oh fuck okay come on in yeah watch 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 out for my kid triple a's just be like here we are at jonathan's house and we're gonna have a match in his backyard just like triple h went to randy orton's fake house and fight him and his fake wife so there. terrible and we're just going to have a camera just outside the window just in case someone gets thrown through it. Oh, shit. Someone got thrown through You're it. You're not supposed to think that way, sir. Mr. Camera Angles guy. I can only suspend my disbelief for so much. <laughs> you have to. I have, All the time. I do for a lot. You do it for everything. I can't do it for do everything. It. So, no. Do it. Can't do it. Do it. Um, other hot topic news. Let's Former WWE it. superstar Eric Rowan will now be known as Eric Redbeard. Uh, they're trying something else. Wait. Oh, never mind. Sorry. He got released. They're, yes, he did. I'm like, they're trying something else. Eric Redbeard. Yes. There you oh, go. Oh. Um, sorry. I know. That's right. You better apologize. We're on different things. So, 
have you been like keeping up with like all those promos and stuff that EC3 has been putting out? Like he put over uh, the Revolt in one of his. Hmm. Did you did you listen to it? Nope. I'm gonna show you afterwards. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know what that means. If they're gonna be a part of a group, like he he put them over in a promo. It wasn't about anyone else. It hmm. wasn't about EC3. It was about the Revolt. It's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um. I wonder where, where everyone's going to end up, or you know, no one knows. And like, looks like Rusev's going to be a Twitch streamer, uh, in a wrestler too, or just a Twitch streamer for the time being. He's just going to be a Twitch streamer. Yeah, I guess probably until everything dies down. For sure, I, I saw that he wants to, along with Paige, Adam Cole, Xavier Woods, <laughs> all these other people on Twitch right now. Yeah, they're um, saturating the market. We're never going to capitalize. I think it's awesome. I mean, you can't judge someone a book by its cover because you can see this guy who like works out a lot, just wants to play video games, mm-hmm. and that, that's just amazing. Because Rusev, that's awesome. People want to play video games. Yeah, um, he's a solid dude, huh? He's a solid dude. Yeah, he is solid. He's massive. Um, <laughs> um let's yes. see. I listened to the Revolt on Jericho's podcast. Yeah. And they didn't give, like, it was a little revealing, but it wasn't, like, bashing WWE and Vince. Because um, they liked Vince. Yeah. As they said. But it's basically what they were saying is they weren't taking, WWE is not taking tag team champion or tag team wrestling serious. And they, and mm-hmm. them, the team, and they wanted tag team division as a whole to be something big and it, it was never going to be yeah they even like th- there was a lot of back and forth and stuff because they the WWE didn't think that they were going to leave uh the revival but they even at the end you know that stuff that came out with all the crazy clothes that they mm-hmm. were going to wear th- they even said they would do that yeah until they leave they give 100 percent. they would give 100 percent. they would do that until they leave and because vince pitched it to them mm-hmm and they thought they're like, uh, I guess they're serious about leaving. We're not going to get them to do it. Because th- in their head, I think that Vince thought they were going to be embarrassed by it. Yeah. So from what I heard, it's like they were going to do it, but it was going to be like, oh, the people backstage want us to be wild and goofy. And so that's exactly what we're going to do. And so that's what those outfits well, were going um, to be. Oh, my god. Like gosh. a parody of what back, backstage wanted them so to be. So stupid. Uh, Cash. Was Dash? C- uh, Cash said that he thought it would be fun hmm. to do it. Um, be you know, be goofy and stuff. And then also, Jericho also asked him about fuck the revival <laughs> <laughs> stuff and where that came from. Um, they thought you know it was funny at first. They they had no clue where the, all the stuff come comes from. Yeah. and stuff and you know at the time it's like they didn't know if they were jealous and stuff and they just kept on doing it but they wanted they gave out a list of all the people that they want to fight as a tag team yeah. or wrestle there's people in impact uh there's people from new japan they even want to you know fight uh wrestle the young bucks you know they, they think it'll be good mm-hmm. um so they're trying to weigh their options and stuff like that They've already. I'm had. pretty sure they're going AEW. <laughs> More than likely, what they might do is like, "Hey, we're going to go over here, have this match with this team." We're Their division this is better than WWE, but it's not perfect. No, AEW's not perfect. No, because they already they have 
two or three tag teams they still don't even use. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already mentioned in the past. You already know who I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I think what would be amazing. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the Revolt versus the Young Bucks would be amazing. The Revolt versus the Lucha Brothers. I think that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. I think that shit would be amazing. That'd be really good. Um. So yeah, because they talked about they want to uh, fight uh, wrestle the Grills of Destiny um, with Tama Tonga and his brother Tama Loa, whatever. That that's in Bullet Club. Uh, they also want to fight the North. That's from Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, of Impact, I heard that uh, Crazy Steve is back with Impact. Yes, he is. Uh, apparently, I read up on that. I guess because he went to developmental or he tried out for WWE, but that's he didn't get anything because mm-hmm. I guess that they didn't want him and he wasn't in the independence for a while. And then he finally just went back to impact. That's what I read. Um, so, but no, it was, it was a neat, it was a neat listen. Yeah. Um, I started the Chris Van Vliet, uh, thing with, uh, Heath Slater, but I didn't get to finish it. So I didn't really get to hear too many. I wasn't like, I was probably like five minutes into it. Yeah. So I didn't get to really hear. Um, and from what, uh, Chris said in the, the next few weeks because he's already probably got all of his interviews done for mm-hmm. all the people who left WWE and he's going to put them out and stuff but I think the last one he put out was Shane Helms which I don't really I mean I want to know what his you know everyone's backstage thoughts backstage role and all yeah that. I mean their thought process and stuff oh by the way I know people were furloughed and, and uh, basically released but I saw Sanjay uh, Sanjay still working hmm because remember how they had to break up um, Alistair Black in the back after um, oh, yeah. Seth Rollins was like, oh, he didn't get released. So I guess there's some people. And then also um, Scrap I- scrap Iron Adam Pierce is still there. Um, so not everyone got released. Yeah. Um, but I'm so interested. Like I listened to most of the podcast of... The, the, the toy podcast with Zack Ryder. I'm just going to say right yeah. now, Zack Ryder. And, it's what uh, people know him as. Yeah. With Chris Jericho. Huh. They they didn't really talk about and And Zack Ryder's like, I'm not going to bash anything on WWE. I'm not going to say anything. But the, basically, all the podcast was, was about toys. Because it is about toys. Yeah. So they didn't really get anything else That's out cool. of them. Nice. Um, but I'm interested in like everyone you know who's released, what they're going to say, what they're going to do and stuff. And, and it was even in the subject of... Chris Van Vliet, you know, what uh, Heath would say about Cody because Cody came out and said, I'm not going to take them. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear more of what Heath would say, you know, yeah. if he's offended or if he's mad. I know that I read an article that says that you're going to regret it mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which I don't know if he's really going to regret it. They have like a whole – you can't pick up everyone. Yeah. And yeah, they already have, have so a, a talent of like a lot of people. I have, you know – talented people and i'm pretty sure cody wasn't trying to hurt his feelings no so it's just business he probably just asked hey are y'all looking to pick him up he said, yeah probably not i mean if out of all the people that are released i bet um they're gonna fight for the revolt yeah and they would probably fight for maybe rusev i don't i don't know i don't know who else i'm sure they'll go after a bunch of the backstage people to help oh for sure know. but uh we'll see oh and that article i sent you or that picture it's like 
look up AEW and then one article says, oh, they're going to get Sting? Are they going to get Cain Velasquez? Are they going to get, um, I don't know who the other person was. Mike Tyson? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike Tyson's going to be presenting, presenting the that. TNT Championship belt. So that's kind of cool. Um, but according to, uh, according to WrestleVotes, a major WWE storyline has been postponed due to the coronavirus. Yep. So supposedly it was supposed to be like a really big storyline. No real details of what it was supposed to be. Like similar to when the Nexus made their debut. Um, like, you know, big stars, something like that. I'm not sure what it is, but it was supposed to be like months long feud storytelling. Stuff will be, it is hard to believe now because I can't really feel like in this day Mm-hmm. Like even when Nexus first came out, that was huge and stuff. It really if was. If you try something like this, like today, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I mean, I believe it. I wouldn't be into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can get tons of new guys from NXT, but to Bring me, it undisputed era. It well, that's okay. That's that's still cool in in itself, and beating down people because yeah. undisputed era is like. One of the hottest things. Yeah, because supposedly NXT. the storyline they want to have in front of a crowd so they can get the crowd reactions. I get Okay, now I would pop for that. Yeah. But anything else? Not so much. Not so much. Uh, final bit of hot topic news. Alberto Del Rio has been God. arrested for sexual assault charges, which I think is a grade two felony. Um, allegedly, he threatened to uh, drop off the child of the woman he was seeing in the middle of the road, like drive off and just leave the child somewhere. He allegedly burned her passport, forced her to dress up. She said she doesn't remember much after like being choked out. Holy shit. According to police reports, the assault lasted 16 hours. What the like it started fuck? it started at night and went on until the next day. So there had been talks of Alberto Del Rio possibly making a return to WWE. I can't imagine that those After are still this, in play. No yeah. way for he'll sure. Be, he'll be lucky if he gets out of jail, if he you know, if he posted bail or not. Well, we've always heard st- okay, not some well, we heard the stuff about Paige and yeah. how it was an abusive relationship and all that stuff. That's just hearsay we don't know for sure you know and maybe the wrestlers know because page if page talked about but us yeah. fans don't really know um but we've always heard like stories that not the coolest he, dude. he wasn't like the greatest dude he was an amazing wrestler i felt like i thought he was a good wrestler yeah in my opinion um but he was not that great of a dude yeah. you know and kind of cocky mm-hmm. um but this is this is if this this is true if there's any truth to it this is pretty low and very disgusting and very uh shocking and horrible yeah and there's no excuse for it you know that's yeah. pretty crazy so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks as the uh details continue to come out it, it, it will come out oh yeah i mean it's it'll be, be everywhere and everyone will hear it and mm-hmm God, 16 hours? Yeah, because like, supposedly it was like around 7 p.m. or something like that. Uh, he tried to get her to dress up for him or something. She didn't, so he hit her in the back of the head. Holy shit. And told her to do it again. He said no, hit her again. And then whatever happened after that happened, 
and it didn't stop until the next day. So it's very terrible. That's fucked up. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure the details will come out in the coming weeks, so we'll have more information to pass along. But if you need more information on any kind of wrestling news, head on over to WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WSPodcast.com. You can check us out on Facebook, WS Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, um, Spotify, Amazon Music. And I did this again. Did you get our heart? I heart radio. That's it. Yeah. That was the one. <laughs> Damn. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Dominus podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore a bear. Also follow me on Instagram and follow Tyler on Instagram. A bear underscore mode. Yep. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler a bear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.